Great. So what's up? What's up, dog? How you doing today? Should we like introduce ourselves in the Welcome to the podcast that hasn't been named yet with John and Charlie. Swag, 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 swag. I'm swag, your swag. host, Charlie Reifenberger. This is my co host. I am John Miller. John Miller. I am at Charlie's house in this wonderfully designed house. It is it is a pretty house. With this uh exquisite dog you have here. Yep. She's a psycho. We've got a, a psycho dog here. How old is she? She's five. Oh yeah, it's a lot of energy. Still. Yeah, I know. She still acts like a puppy. This dog is going li- to li- live for like 15 years, right? Well, I take her for like a three-mile or four-mile run every single day. So. Oh, yeah. I think it's a healthy dog. Seems like it. Yeah. You know, I saw a thing where um guy's dog had cancer. Yeah. Right? Vet was like, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna, it's going to be in pain. You can give it medicine, but it's going to die in like a year. Yeah. This guy was pretty bummed. Guy was pretty bummed. I know it's bad news. I know <laughs> it's bad news. Dog getting cancer. Right. We don't like that, Melly, do we? But uh, the guy uh, decided, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna feed my dog dog food anymore. I'm just gonna yeah. give her steak cuts. Mm-hmm. You know, as long yeah. as I can afford it, right? Yeah. Well, in two and a half months, dog started cancer started receding from the dog. That doesn't surprise me at all. You know, and then yeah. six months later, the dog has recovered. Yeah. And now he had a cancer-free old dog. Dog lived a few more years. Yeah. You know, but it's like, it just proves that your fucking diet is important. It's, it's so important, man. And we and we give her the fancy shit, but I think it's still it's still no good. I yeah, mean, I, I, I give my dog decent dog food as well, and for the most part, it's still not great. Yeah. I mean, she, she got a fat tumor on her neck. She got oh, a little lipoma, um, which, you know, of course, my girlfriend freaked out about it. I was like, it's a fat tumor. Dogs get them. Right. It's not yeah. the end of the world. But we, we took her to the vet. It was like 50 bucks to have them. Like, remove it? Uh, not remove it, but just just to, um, I think they call it excising it or something. They they took a little a needle, mm-hmm. stuck it in, pulled a little bit of the tissue out. Yeah. And then they um, looked at it on like a little like microscope slide thing. Yeah. And... Um, it that just lets them know it's not it's not cancerous, cancerous. Oh, yeah word 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 yeah it's just it's just fat but yeah i think it's it's got to be the dog food right like it's got to be yeah it's got to be and it's and that's the same thing for people you know it's yeah the food it's yeah it's like it's one thing you put in your body every day it'd been different if like pollution was causing obesity right <laughs> you know i've always thought about that it's like oh no it's the air air is causing no. fat people no it's not 5g right it's, it's not it's the food you eat every single day yeah it's the garbage it's, it's sugar it's everything's got sugar and high fructose corn syrup in it and stuff yeah not to mention the fucking seed oils and all yeah. the bad shit but yeah you know, and this is not a health podcast this is a something this else. is charlie and john uh something podcast um yo so let's call it don't listen let's call no let's, <laughs> let's call, call it the don't listen podcast let's let's call it uh fuck i don't have a cookie name to say right now um i'll say this what what has been your craziest uh like experience as a comic so far my craziest experience as a comic um i really haven't had anything too crazy i can't think of like i, I never get heckled really Nobody ge- nobody gives a fuck about nobody gets mad at me on stage when I'm doing my shit. Um I did I did kind of get like blackballed I think from a lot of shows because I I did I when I was about a year year or two did in Did you say the n-word? No, I didn't say the n-word. I did some like I did some like fuck fat chicks material at the wrong in the wrong room. Oh yeah. In, in Atlanta. And was um, it run by fat bitches? I mean, no, it wasn't, no. but it was <laughs> but you know it's just it was like they also did improv at that little at this little theater um it was Uh, called high wire it was a cool spot to do shows but like um yeah i just had a shitty set it was it uh, it wasn't great but yeah i was doing all this stuff it was back when that all about the bass song was on the radio mm -hmm. you know that that well I, i don't know if you even know this but those lyrics the the meaning behind that is i'm all about you know being a fat bitch and not being a skinny bitch that's the metaphor, right? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, that's the metaphor that's that's being made there and I was like uh, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. I mean, if that's your thing, but like the point I was basically trying to make is like if you if you're a big bitch and you're confident, that's that is cool, right? Like that that makes you cool. But it's not the being fat part 
it's the not giving a fuck what people think part. That's yeah. the cool part. That's the cool part, yes. So, so if you're just trying to bully everybody into thinking a certain way and saying that like, oh, you're not allowed to have X opinion about big girls. Oh, fat shaming. You're basically taking away the whole thing that makes you cool in the first place. Yes, it's true. It, true. And that was the premise of that. That was the premise. And and what I was and I tried to uh, make an analogy. I was like, I'm a drunk. I, I have a drinking problem and probably a cocaine problem too. I'm a, I'm a drug addict. Yeah. And that's like a flaw that I have. Right. And a lot of my heroes have that same flaw. Yeah. And they don't give a fuck. Right. And that's cool. But it's the it's not the being an alcoholic part that's cool it's the not not giving giving a fuck fuck. and there's no way i would like there's no way that i would like try to tell people it's like you know sure i'm an alcoholic and sure you know i blacked out at your house party and you know broke some stuff or whatever but i'm not gonna let that ruin my (laughs) self-esteem so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you have to respect that (laughs) right deal with it (laughs) right like it's like no no you're you're hating on on my uh drinking because you're not cool right Right, exactly yeah <clears throat> that whole um yeah you're you're alcoholic shaming me uh you're drunk shaming me. i don't know when the shaming thing came about because i guess i guess how old are you charlie i'm 30 you're 30 i'd be 30 on sunday on sunday hell yeah, yeah. um so it's like somewhere after after turning 18 years old mm-hmm. during probably during our college years the shaming thing popped up yeah do you know you know what yeah I'm saying? i think it's like 2012 2011 yeah I, I was like i i went somewhere and like i had already grown past using the, the term gay to mean bad right yeah but i i did that's gay right somewhere yeah. and someone and i got like publicly shamed about it yeah and i i was so taken aback i was like that's say that all the time yeah right and then someone made the analogy it was like you can't say that like people say uh instead of saying nigger rig they say jerry rig now right right i mean mm-hmm. it used to be part of the the vocabulary right the vernacular the dialect yeah and then uh but it, it went out of popularity because it's not cool to use a negative term pertaining to people for this thing i'm like yeah but i'm not calling any one gay i'm calling the action the, gay the, yeah the the situation right gay, right and they're like yeah but is there is the implication that w- that gay is synonymous with being yeah but the same thing good of, but same thing of calling something a pussy or yeah calling someone a dick or whatever yeah. right like we're using these terms it's just the language we're, ju- we're using these terms for a very good reason yeah this situation it feels fucking like, gay yeah it feels fucking gay <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I like calling things gay. I've never, I've never stopped doing that. I just can't. even while living in Atlanta. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. No, I mean, I you know, you pick the room, right? right? Like you don't say it in every room. Well, that's 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 that's, that's the same argument about yeah the word, using the n word, right? Because I was, you know, the n word is is actually a bad word, yeah. right? But people say it. Black people say it. Yeah. Uh, colloquially. Well, regardless. It's cool. It's, yeah, it's cool. But I was like, I know, I know for a fact, Asians, Mexicans, whites, uh, Samoans, people, people who are not like culturally or even genetically American black, yeah, or even African, s- say the n word colloquially. Sure. Right. Yeah. And I and like like and just and just getting to that not realization, right? But saying it out loud and making people also agree with you though uncomfortable is like okay it's the same thing for any other word that people don't like using right yeah so unfortunately right uh it's it's wholly rude and impolite to be like oh man that car is nigger rigged right even though you see it's fucking duct taped up or whatever yeah. and it's horrible to have said to say that right, right? but uh it's i get it I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Being a black dude is kind of weird saying this, but it's like if you talk about like freedom of speech or whatever, yeah. Like you, would, I don't care if some dude says, "Oh, he nigger rigged." I was like, "Nah, it's not really nigger rigged. It's more like something else." But you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I yeah. we, should, we shouldn't talk about this anymore. No, it's uh, stupid. The whole thing, the whole idea that one word has all this power is just stupid. It, yeah, mean, it's but just, let's like I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. Uh, let's not 
talk about the n-word not talk about the n-word yeah because it's, it's a fucking black it's let it's me a, tell let me tell you a funny story though it's chris paul of conversations is a black yeah, yeah 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 i know what you mean so all right well, but this one time okay i was i was hanging out with my buddies right at this party we were drinking we were smoking and um i used to freestyle all the time i used to like practice you know what i mean like i was like i got good at it so um so i'm at this party it's at my buddy john's house and um there's like a bunch of my buddies from the football team come over a bunch of their friends who are like all drug dealers all got guns on them all right. you know like these tough tough motherfuckers tough kind of scary motherfuckers we're just hanging out we're drinking they put on a beat everybody starts freestyling okay so then they send it to me and i'm like fuck yeah this is my time, time to shine, shine right. so i just fucking nail it like i'm just like spitting just right off the top of the dome fire bars everybody's losing their mind because it's just they, they weren't, weren't expecting, expecting it, it right. right so that so everybody's like loving me i'm the man like it's one of the most fun things ever right so then it goes around the room a couple more times comes back to me i'm still doing really good or whatever we're drinking we're drinking anyway another comes back to me another time third time around third time around i'm just in my head like you know it's like it's like a flow state right you're right. almost like blacked out when you're doing it right right so then everybody just goes boom like everybody like freaks out they're like oh my god and i was like what 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 i say something awesome they're like he said the n-word oh no he said the n-word <laughs> and they were just laughing like they like they didn't care right but they right, were just right. they just thought it was so funny <laughs> they were just like i was like no no i didn't i didn't he's like no, you, like, did. no you did dude you right. did <laughs> <laughs> man was rapping <laughs> so hard he lost himself i completely didn't realize i was in a room full of black dudes that all like a lot of them had guns on them yeah i mean <laughs> I just, okay, like, you didn't call any one of them a nigga. no no it's just know? i was just rap i mean dude when i when i would be freestyling i would just be insert line from rap song i heard right here no i get it you dude. know I get that it. lines I might, up yeah I, look i ain't mad at you yeah um for saying it I just, but it just proves my point further that people say it yeah people say it but yeah. you know it's a um i would, i was so embarrassed dude i was I, all the coolness i had built up was just not gone you popped, you popped a balloon yeah bro. he was blowing a balloon yeah and it got too big yeah and then it popped <laughs> yeah sometimes that's what happens when you have a, a a cool moment yeah that's why you gotta stop while you're ahead that's why you just quit when you're ahead right yeah like i uh, i have this metaphor in in life that 100 percent of the time you have to talk your way into pussy yeah. If you're not raping someone, yeah, 100 percent of the time you talk. You your have way. to talk your way into it, yeah. But 100 percent of the time you can also talk your way out of. 100. So you just gotta like once you're in, once you're there, shut up, shut up, shut the fuck up, right? And yeah, I've done it before. Back yeah. in my past, I was talking too much. So I was like, I've talked my way out of pussy for sure, right, dude? I was like, I'm literally taking my pants off when I say something, and they're like, uh, you know what? Never mind. I'm like, yeah, you gotta go. I'm like, what, what? We just got here. I'm drunk. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. To me leave. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck. Damn it. <laughs> but, you know, um was a uh, was last night your first time hosting? Uh no. I guess I guess it was only my second time ever doing it though. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I did KP's show at Black Lodge, which was really fun. Um That's a great room. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and if it had been packed, it would have we got that place like a third full. Oh dude, it's it's almost I'm too say, big i mean it's not say too big right but yeah. it's like you need to have a certain level of show there yeah you know you can have like 200 people yeah like uh you came to the show we had the, at the high tone uh for christmas eve i mean new year's eve yes yeah yeah like that was awesome that was awesome right yeah the same amount of people would not do it'd be a drop in the bucket at, at yeah. the black lodge yeah well it'd be like half full it'd be maybe half full yeah because there's so much space you can hide people right you need you needed to have you needed to have it like at capacity for mm -hmm. it to feel awesome you yeah know? especially yeah. if it's not music because comedy is different you got to have them seated and rowed up and yeah you know this is why i um <sighs> man i say this all the time like like memphis comedy is comedy on hard mode because we don't have any like optimal conditions yeah anywhere like at least in atlanta you had two three places to do comedy like that was premier established established you yes. know like in uh in 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 nashville they got a couple of places i mean beyond zanies they have a couple of like a couple of other ones yeah yeah fucking um third coast third coast yeah fucking, uh you know there's a whole i, I mean but my point is is that like uh i've seen and also tried to make 
a few places worthy of like good comedy here in Memphis. Yeah. And it's it's almost impossible unless you do it yourself. Yeah. It's like a fool's errand. It's almost a fool's errand, yeah. right? You know what I mean? And it's just like, especially because I'm not a, I don't aim to be a booker, nor do I want to be a promoter. No, right? you just want a good comedy scene so you can be a comedian. Right. Yeah. And even beyond that, like, there are people that, okay, um, there are people that I know that aren't as good as me mm-hmm. that are prospering in comedy. Yeah. Right. And I say not as good as me, because uh, we're just a subjective art form. Sure. But, I I don't think they're funnier than me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so uh every now and then you, ooh, hello dog. Can you relax, Melly? <laughs> Just go lay down. Go lay down. Every, you know, every now and then up her bed over there? Yeah. Oh it's we're destroyed. Oh my goodness. Um oh, what are we gonna do with you? Do you have a backyard? Yeah. No, that's lucky. Yeah, got to. Got to. That was one of the requirements when we were looking for a place. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, no, but yeah, it just it doesn't. There's not really any rhyme or reason for who makes it in this industry, on a citywide basis. That applies on a on a worldwide basis. That applies, you know. <sighs> Man, look, I've been trying to like um, NCAA comedy for forever, right? Like, okay. There's got to be a system to farm kids to farm kids into the game. Yeah. Right for comedy. Yeah. So. Um, I looked at it like, okay, my first 10 years of doing comedy, I'm essentially an amateur. Yeah. Right? I'll hit 10 years in this August, right? Yeah. And uh, I haven't put out any, like, substantial amount of work, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I realize now that that might have been a bad thing. Right. Not, not like, showcasing my my progression in the game. What kind of what what form would you want to put it out in? Would you want to do an album or or? Well, albums record? are kind of kind of antiquated now. Yeah, and an, antiquated. There you go. Yeah, that's te- that's definitely true. Um, but I've always wanted to do, do an album. It's my favorite way to listen to comedy to consume comedy, though. Personally, I like listening to albums. Right, but you are a practitioner of comedy. Yeah. So you're okay. So out of out of the people who like listening to the comedy, right? Yeah. You are the one percent of people who actually do it. Yeah right true so unfortunately you are not the target demo that could be true but i i you know the some of the most popular podcasts are just people talking about doing comedy i think i think a lot of people who don't do comedy are kind of like interested in yeah they kind of consider themselves like connoisseurs of the art form and like like thinking about you know they like good joke writing they like breaking down joke writing and stuff that's you know that's probably also like a a, fra- a small fraction but it's de- it's it, you know it might be 10 times as many as people that actually do comedy okay i agree but that the the market for comedians talking about uh the history of or joke writing or whatever 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 mm-hmm. is small because the amount of people who've made it as we we're trying to allude into earlier is fucking tiny tiny it's almost mic- infinitesimally small right micro bro you yeah. feel what i'm saying so and everybody and there's just so many fucking people doing it well that's oh, i was having a conversation the other day right um there are only in any given sphere we're talking about construction we can talk about acting we can talk about fucking shoe making mm-hmm. right there are only like five guys at the top yeah Maybe ten, if you consider like the yeah. A minus guys, right? Yeah, it's like a uh, like. Do you consider like Pareto distribution, right? Is you ever, yeah, you yeah, eighty twenty. You have yeah. eighty twenty, right? Yeah. Um, so, but eighty is twenty percent. Was it twenty percent of your actions give you eighty percent of your results? I have no idea what it actually means. I just wanted to say a smart word. Well, you it's <laughs> you. I mean, it's correct. It's correct. <laughs> Something like that, right? Right. Well, it's like out of a hundred percent of. The, the population 80% are going to really try and 20% are going to figure it out. Yeah. That's what it is. So yeah. it's like they're out of 100% of all comedians, 20% of them have a job working comedy. They're on the road. Mm-hmm. They're um yeah, doing something. Yeah, and probably 20% of those guys are actually world famous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like we're talking about and and think about what's the era we're in the Kevin Hart era. You think so? Kevin Hart, uh, Kevin Hart, Chappelle, Joe yeah. Rogan era. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's like. I feel like Joe Rogan has he's is snuck, responsible for a lot of the 
like the popularity of comedy dude oh yeah oh yeah coming but, back so hard but he's almost as he's almost like a fucking uh like uh like a johnny carson type yeah i wasn't gonna say johnny carson yeah. i was gonna say like a um a jehovah's witness almost right just like he's just been plugging along yeah. doing the thing and he felt like his job was to showcase his friends right yeah and he had he had enough fucking i guess fuck you money yeah to be able to sit on his ass for 10 years mm-hmm. and just turn it out yeah i'm not saying he wasn't working or whatever but you know um yeah, he's for, he's been the kingmaker. But before that, I feel like Opie and Anthony kind of were putting a lot of comedians on. That was where like a lot of at least New York comedians were going from being not known at all to being, you know, having a, a following on the road. You think so? Yeah, when they were when they were on Sirius XM, they had a, a countrywide um, platform. And if if a comedian went on Opie and Anthony and, and did well, yeah, they could they just you know their tickets everywhere in the whole nation bumped up significantly okay. so um yeah i mean i think that might have been uh, i guess before that was probably snl or yeah or the late night shows right 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 yeah which well so now like and this is the thing so podcasting and like um a video content of whatever format whether it be sketches impersonations whatever yeah fucking tony tiktok yeah tony baker does uh voiceovers for animal videos you know yeah. like he'd been doing comedy forever before that and then two years of doing that made him a nationwide name off of wow voiceover videos voice voicing over an animal yeah you never seen the videos no i don't think so yeah dude like uh it's it's crazy i mean the videos are also wholesome and funny like he's but yeah. like but like and then look i, I fucking i can't I, I used to get mad at this shit, bro, but like I can't shake my head at it anymore, right? Yeah. And so it's like, okay, what can I do? I gotta make three TikTok, three TikToks a day, right? Yeah. But see, but like th- that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not kooky enough day to day. I just I feel like, all right, I have enough brain power to write comedy and then perform it. Yeah. Everything else is kind of like, and that's why I feel like the guys that do stand up or do like sketches and then translate to stand up there are very few of them that can do that successfully yeah because like they didn't exercise the muscle they're exercising the content muscle that's why i feel like it's hard for us to do it because yeah. we like we're also uh we're, we're we hold ourselves to a standard that like would it'd be kind of a bar for a lot of other people that pe- other people are just pumping stuff out and, you know they don't really give a shit how good it is right whereas we want something it at least has to have like a, a punchline. it has to be something funny there yes whereas like if we just started just pumping shit out, we would probably end up making something better than, you know, that's, that's kind of the funny thing. You just start making shit. You, you, you make a lot of terrible shit and then you make something good. Right. right? Like that's like the irony, the irony of it probably would be that, um, our curve would be way lower because we are already writing. Absolutely. You know? So it's like, we just have to get over the hump of doing it. Yeah. You know? So, I don't want to do TikTok though. I think TikTok. Okay. But look, okay. I, 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 I challenge you, Charlie, like, then what? Then what? Yeah. Then okay. Then are you gonna do Instagram? Are you gonna do no. Reels? Are you gonna do? You gonna do YouTube Shorts? Like, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna go be an engineer, and I'm gonna keep getting on stage every Tuesday at the fucking high tone, you know, well, and making a room full of twenty people laugh. That's what I'm gonna do. See, that's the thing. Like, I'm not an engineer. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I have to figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah. To uh, to live right. Like, okay, I know I can make it a comedy. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. You're right. funnier than a lot of the fucking people that are making money doing comedy. Thank There's you. No doubt. Thank you. And I I am frustrated that I'm not doing it, right? And it's like, okay, it has to be two or three things, right? I yeah. will take responsibility for not doing enough work to get known on the internet. Sure. Take responsibility for yeah. that. That's number one. But number two, I'm in an environment which makes um doing comedy difficult right yeah so you you know from just going from atlanta to here that it's almost like pulling teeth to get comedy going yeah you know absolutely I mean? and just getting people to come out is hard yeah right it seems like you can throw a stone in in atlanta and you'll be a show with at least 30 yeah. folks there yeah right and then but it's it's yeah there's also similar struggles and sometimes it just doesn't even make any sense you know a show will be doing well and then people just stop showing up you know it's it, you know 
it, the same struggles apply, but I definitely would think that yeah, there's just there's just more people. It's just it's yeah, just, it's probably it's probably just more people. Yeah, right? yeah, but, but there's uh, more shows too, so you know the upward potential is higher. But you can still you can still run a show and have nobody show up. I but mean, see, I, but see, here's the thing though. Like, all right, how would you uh, gauge someone's success? Right? Is it being so well known in your city, the one you came up in and cut your teeth in? I mean kind of yeah but kind of. yeah but that's like like if you're if you're one of the best atlanta comics who are you you're clayton english yeah you're clayton english right yep. or dulce sloan or okay so dulce is great i've I, you know and we talked about ian last night ian, yeah ian's ian, hilarious right and so okay so these are the people that was doing a lot of hard work but now they left dulce's on fucking light night yeah she's doing cartoon voiceover work, yeah. whatever you know so it's like they're i think that like whatever you consider success is not in your environment your environment is only going to provide unless you are like la guys who came up in la leave la because they can't make it in la until they become somewhere someone somewhere else yeah you know and so and i'm not trying to make broad generalizations but i almost feel like damn i gotta get the fuck out of here yeah you know yeah, maybe go to L.A. A lot of people are just leaving L.A. I feel like there's probably... No, I, I don't want to. I don't want L.A. I don't... You want to go to New York? I wanted to go to New York in the past. But yeah. this is pre-pandemic, right? Yeah. Was, this is pre-pandemic New York, and which I never thought it would affect it so drastically. And I don't, I don't think that... I think it's somewhere in the South. I think it's either Texas or Atlanta or... Yeah, Austin. Yeah. Austin or Atlanta. Austin or Atlanta are making the or even fucking nashville which i don't even understand people say is like i don't know about that people okay like i've people from here have mm-hmm. moved to nashville and within a year moved to austin oh yeah for comedy Interesting. that i know so it's like yeah i bet if you move there you could get well, i don't know i'm just so i'm so caught in like an old way of thinking i'm like yeah you know you, you show up there you probably could start doing zanies you know you start you know hosting at zanies maybe and but honestly that's that's not even the goal is it i mean is that i mean you go to atlanta you could become one of the you know weekend regulars or or a host at, at laughing skull but you know those guys you know they're funny comedians and you know it's that's nice to have the work but you know it's not like those guys are getting famous just from doing that you know right so it's like what what is the farm system right it's like okay boom um uh ranked fucking seventh in the city uh john miller comedian blah 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 right uh-huh. he, he's a top prospect great at yeah, joke writing a, blah, blah, four blah. star recruit right blah 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 he's probably can end up at a uh, arizona state yeah maybe uh maybe a ucla if he's lucky you know what i'm saying yeah but like what so what does that mean like like what like do you i get have to tour the midwest in the <laughs> in the south say so so I, so you okay to so touring the midwest and the south yeah if we did if you and i were on the road f- for three weeks out out of a month right yeah just fucking the weekends right and it fed us enough fucking 40 grand a year be great it'd be good it'd be awesome right with but we're not yeah <laughs> so why not <laughs> why not <laughs> well maybe i mean maybe podcasting i feel like podcasting is almost a parallel path to like tiktok or something like that people people get their podcast numbers up and they start selling you know you can at least sell out one show in any state you know what i mean if you if you get a worldwide uh, or at least a nationwide listening base okay then you know you can you can book a you can book a small room you know 300 people and in, in like any city and then you can just you could just go do that um and then, but then the question is, how you do, how do you grow your podcast? How do you grow your podcast? And then, oh, bro, how do you grow your podcast? And also, you, the only way you get better at comedy is by doing comedy. Yeah, right, hundred percent. So it's like, how do I get shows? Yeah, man, I'm I'm like, okay, I can have people vouch for me. That's not an issue, right? Right. But it's because I haven't been, I guess, on the road or seen by the kingmakers. Yeah. That I'm not being touched, right? Like. Yeah. I just saw on Instagram yesterday. Yeah, but the podcast thing is like a, is like a way around that. I mean, you just you don't have to go through. You don't have to book the show at the club. You can book it at any fucking bar in any town. I agree. Yeah. I I agree. I agree. There are many roads to Rome. 
Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. Well, no, no. What's, what's the term? All roads lead to Rome. Right. Right. That's the term. But if Rome is the mountaintop, yeah. Right. Of quote unquote making it the twenty percent, and then from there the twenty percent of the twenty percent. I'm still like, look at Tommy. Right. Yeah. Tommy's done the work on TikTok. Yep. Right. Uh, he's gotten, he's gotten, he's gotten work from it. Right not stand-up wise yeah right and so uh what kind of work is he getting he's he's like getting like sponsored videos and stuff oh well that's cool it is cool and i i i applaud that and i want to emulate that right yeah well i also want to there's you have you do you have to talk on your phone do i have to talk on my phone i'm sorry do you have tiktok on your phone oh no okay well i do right i'm yeah. tiny spied up okay yeah um no it's the devil yeah i hear <laughs> i hear <laughs> it's satan uh, and I, 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 and I, and I, and I, and I admit it will fucking pull you in and leave you in there. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Anybody, anybody, you give anybody TikTok, they will fucking scroll, 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 yeah. scroll, scroll, scroll. It, it beats anybody. Yeah. It, it beats everyone. But I, I got on there and I just typed in comedians, mm-hmm. to see who was working. Yeah. Right. Scroll, scroll. The dude who has IKEA videos, he has made. He just used um a, a TikTok background green screen shot of ikea hmm. ch- check out yeah and started making funny little um like agitated videos of yeah like he's a sit- like he's standing in line at ikea and he's no, just, no no he's an employee in ikea oh okay and he's dealing with a customer's oh, okay inquiry or something okay right gotcha. he's like no i can't give you a, a coupon can you read it said it expired friday it's saturday right you want me to turn back time that's not how ikea works yeah you feel what i'm saying and yeah. it just has little shit like that over and over and over again yeah right and he made maybe like between 30 40 maybe maybe even more 60 videos let's say that right wow well somewhere between the the, the first 10 and the middle 30 they hit and they're all like millions and millions of views wow. right yeah now he's fucking he's a stand-up yeah they happen to work at ikea wow and then he just used that one thing and then boom now he's got weekends yeah fucking uh jackson was talking to this chick well yeah one thing about that though what one thing about that though you have to recognize um all followers all fans all views are not created equally okay you don't want the same people who you know you don't like a podcast gets you a different fan base than a than a short little video clip on tiktok and it might be, and I I think that probably your your podcast listeners probably are going to dig your stand up a lot more than just somebody who saw some silly IKEA video that you made on TikTok. So you know maybe you're selling out a club on a weekend, but but I think there is also more valuable. You know there is a, there is a you're way saying, that you'd rather have okay. Good so you're saying fans. you're saying the the quality of fan is different. Yeah, I think there's something to be considered there. Okay, uh, now I challenge you on this, Reifenberger, yeah. right? Do you have proof? Um, well, every comedian. So my favorite podcast is called Legion of Skanks. That's my favorite. That's right. my favorite that's podcast. A, I fucking love those guys. Big Jay Okerson. Big Jay Okerson. Right. Yep. And um, and I love those guys. I love you know, and and they always talk about how great their fan base is and stuff. And um, but then they put on Skank Fest, Fest every year, and all the comedians that go to Skank Fest say, "Wow, that's the best fan base." ever that those shows are the most fun because the group of people who like that podcast are the best stand-up comedy fans right there's the, the most they're the most dialed in there's the if, most if, dialed if they in. like big j they like stand-up at its purest form. at its purest form exactly right. exactly whereas i don't think you get that if you you know if you come up off of some sort of facetime you know tiktok uh you know i, I don't know yeah so no you have no proof I have no proof. Okay, great. Just wanted to challenge you on that. <laughs> okay. Because I would say this, right? The people who are enraptured with TikTok, yeah. right, are the same people 15 years ago who would have been listening to Opie and Anthony on the way to work or- You think so? Or listening to Skankfest if they're 10 years older or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, people are going to find their desired form of entertainment yeah. through their life. I just got sucked into this- podcast world and now that's what i consume because right because and look, that it, it, shit hit when i was a certain age right when I was still developing my taste exactly and so like your scope of what you think is acceptable yeah is just that your scope right right but um 
I could probably bet all the money I have, which is not a lot mm-hmm. right now. I'm going to be balling tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Uh, bet all the money that I have right now. They gave me 50 bucks for hosting last night. I'm rich as fuck, bro. Dude, you're good money. <laughs> you're good money. Uh, you believe that? Made made some money doing stand-up comedy. How about that? Dude, that's the... the it, look, every week... <sighs> Every week, I I became I I become more vindicated. The mo- someone puts money in my hand, I'm like, okay, okay, it's, it's not for nothing. This shit's working. It's not for nothing. This shit, yeah, it's not for nothing. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, okay, what was I saying? Something uh, about TikTok users not being losers. Yeah, they're not they're not the losers <laughs> you think they are because this, because your scope is just that your scope, right? Right? You can't. I okay, I could bet all the money in my pocket right now that you are not a K-pop fan. No. Right. But K-pop is one of the most popular art forms in the country, in the world. In the world. Yeah. Why? Who the cool. fuck knows? Who the fuck knows, right? But what I do know is there are people out there who like K-pop, right? Yeah. So, millions just, and millions of them. Just like um just like South Park did or anybody else did, I as a comedian can make fun of K-pop and hopefully ride their wave. Yeah. Right? At the best the best I can do. Uh-huh. Right, but I'm not gonna shit on K-pop fans. And if K-pop fans hear my joke about their shit that they like, and they come over, I'm like, "Well, this guy's kind of funny." Yeah, you know. Then I got him. That's like the Russell Peters, uh, math of comedy. You heard, you heard how he got? You, you, uh-uh. you know his story about how he got on? No. You know Russell Peters, right? Yeah. Okay. I like Russell Peters. He's 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 funny. Peters. I like Russell Russell Peters. Russell Peters. I don't know right. why I can't say that. that he's funny. Name. He said that um in his first few years doing comedy. Uh, he was doing a set or like a he got paid to headline somewhere right and somebody um recorded his set uh-huh. and then this is like the very beginning of like uh uh napster and fucking limewire and shit like that right like file sharing yeah that's the name of that peer-to-peer yeah um so what, what happened was someone broke down his set his headlining set into actual audio clips uh-huh. and start sharing it but it was titled like um when jamaicans do this or indians are like that right. or you know anytime i go to europe germans are like this and the irish are like that so he had a plethora of because being Can- being a canadian dj com- comedian indian comedian is you're plugged into a lot of different worlds i'm assuming yeah right so he has a lot of fucking uh knowledge on these different people so he blew up off of he's like the soldier boy of comedy you feel what i'm saying like he blew up off file sharing off of that because of he hit a certain amount of demographics that's what you know that guy trevor uh, trevor wallace yeah i know him right yeah that's why he's popping that's why his videos are popping because he hits a a thing and then it applies to somebody and then they all share it yeah guys who have now gene bottles yeah right and then just a machine gun clip that joke down to its nub and then done boom yeah right guys who have fucking crazy german dogs yeah you know what i'm saying oh no dude my granddad's not weird he just every every bro that works in graphic design or you know or just, some yeah, shit just some shit like that and right then he, just, he just does a character for six minutes and then and then the, it, it gets chopped on and then he gets yeah he does, yeah. It, does it for six minutes one time but they uh-huh. chop it down and then it gets tiktoked up instagram shorts whatever he's a whole fucking like machine put behind it and that's what gets dog the dog wor- oh go- goodness oops oop, slow down but that's what gets the uh all right the, come, come the, under come under come uh, on no. come on oh my god that's what gets the traction oh my god so that's what i that's what that's <laughs> That's what I want to. Uh, that's what kind of want to. I want to like try to figure out for my own stuff, right? Like, what's the the type of content I can create that is porous enough that people all want to? Uh, come on, come on, pup, come on, come on, come on, come on. There you go. All right, acting like she can't jump. Lay down. Lay down. There you go. We got all right. Good dog. Crazy podcast. dogs. Bros. Bros with crazy dogs. Be like this. Right. And then boom. <laughs> No, no, she don't bite. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, she real nice. No, nah, uh, well, she's a rescue. <laughs> we don't know. It, the people before us trained her bad. Right, right, right. How old is she? She's between five and nine. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she never does this. Oh, that phone? No, nah, this just, that's just how she says hi. <laughs> yeah. Right? We, we, have, we have one right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it is funny. 
it's not great. It's not like something like we Dude, would be it's, super proud of. It is the twenty five cent chip lays bag of comedy. Right. It is not the flaming on. This is like when I see a sketch, I am like, that was a tasty treat of comedy. If yeah. it was a good one, I was like, that was great. That it was concise. They yeah. acted it well. The acting was great. Blah 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 blah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if I see a stand up or a stand up set or a joke or whatever, it's just like a little like, you know, snack. Yeah. Fucking see a great comedy movie. Fucking, you do you remember how Tropic Thunder Tropic had Thunder. had the world by the balls? I mean, it's gotta be it's gotta be close to the best of all time as far as comedy movies, right? It is definitely it's definitely top twenty five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like did it? Because like there's some movies I put it top three. I don't I don't know what else can even fuck with it. I don't even Tropic Thunder. Yeah, Tropic Thunder is so funny. It is so funny, but yeah. I, I'm I'm going on like you know you can value a movie based on other things right what's like what's the funniest movie of all time fuck if i know um i put some, borat up there i think borat's borat one of is mad funny is all time fucking uh man. borat you ever seen spinal tap no i haven't seen spinal tap spinal tap's funny as shit like austin powers when i was fucking austin 13 powers. number one was hilarious <laughs> um, my girl watched that the other day fucking when, uh, he's, when he's doing when the fembots are doing the things and he's like posing yeah. and their minds are blowing up right. dude i was crying <laughs> i was sitting here right. crying exactly it's, crying watching that shit. oh uh, black dynamite's hilarious black Di- i don't think i've ever seen black dynamite the movie yeah is top tier comedy yeah yeah fucking um Friday is the pinnacle uh, 90s hood classic comedy mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Right? There's no better movie than Friday. No. So, like, there's different, you know, like, yeah. fucking in the 70s, there was Airplane. I'm yeah. sure. Airplane's funny. Yeah. And it was like, I'm sure my dad was like, oh, that's, that's the funniest shit fucking, ever. Dude, this is amazing. Yeah. Hook. How could you write that? Yeah. These guys are geniuses. They're so smart. Right. Now this, now we're like, this it's, is, it's hilarious. It's corny. It's yeah, corny as fuck. The jokes are corny. Right. But, that's, but it is dense. You know, it is joke, joke, joke. You know? That's what the movie had to be back then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but see, like, that's the thing. So it's like, all right. So these are the fucking forms of comedy that come in. TikTok is the 25 cent chick pack. Right? Yeah. Right? Like the cheapest yeah. form of Maybe I'm worried about being corny. Maybe that's what I'm worried about. Yes, there's something that we're fearing. Yeah, maybe, maybe right. That's the that's and, the fear. And uh, all you got to do is make something that that makes you smile. Make yeah. You, you, so, so you're proud of yourself, right? Uh-huh. So we just made a fucking hypothetical thing about dudes with crazy dogs. Yeah, dudes, right? dudes with uh, poorly trained, right? Crazy like dogs. Uh, dudes with crazy dogs be like whatever. Mm-hmm. Boom. Right. Now that doesn't have to be the type of content that we've are pigeonholed to, but. Like you said, hard, the hardest thing is starting, right? This was the hardest thing was getting me over here and yeah. setting this shit up and just doing it. Now we're doing it. Yep. Right now, like, you should challenge me. Like, all right, boom, tomorrow we got to do a sketch. Do you know what I'm saying? A like, sketch tomorrow. Or, or even tonight before the mic type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Whatever it takes, you yeah. know? Let's show up early. I think some I think some guys are going to be hanging out. They're going to be talking about writing. I Oh, yeah. I uh I put that idea in Justin's head. Yeah? Time. You want to do it? Uh, What time are you going? I have no idea. I have tutoring until um, six, so I might be able to be there. At you do three-hour blocks of tutoring? Yeah, well, it's two. It's two sessions. Oh, okay. Back to back. Gotcha. So, so they come here, or you go somewhere else? No, it's on. It's on online. Oh, online. Yeah, so I got kids all over the country. How'd you get that? I just saw a posting for it. They said they needed tutors, and I was like, "Well, I can teach physics." Cool. Yeah, money's okay. But, I, mean, I can pay my rent, so that's that's all I really care that's about. All that matters. Bro. Yeah. <sighs> Do they need? I need some extra money. Do they need other tutors? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, I mean, it's it's an online platform. Do I need? They to, tutor every subject. Do I do I need to have credentials? Um. I mean, I graduated from college. Yeah. If you graduated from college, then yes. <laughs> Whatever you learned in college, you can teach that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a lot of money, but it's it's very flexible and it's convenient. Um. So. It's been working out for me. It's kind of fun too, man. Working with college kids and, you know, my favorite ones, Claire always asks me, she's like, what are the favorite, do you like the smart kids or the dumb kids? The dumb kids. I'm like, no, right in the middle is perfect because I want them to be smart enough that I can help them, but dumb enough that I can help them. If they're too dumb, you can't help them. I can't help them. If they're too smart, I also can't help them. them. The sweet spot is just right straight in the middle where it's like... We're actually learning. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you don't want to have to teach a kid fucking algebra one 
when he's right. in physics. Right. Right. Like, bro, you don't know how to solve for X. I've had I've had some students that yeah didn't know how to solve for yeah, X. Yeah, don't know how to solve for X, and they're in physics, college physics. I'm like, dude. He's like, bro, I love football though. I was like, yeah, that yeah. is physics, but <laughs> not really. It's not the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I haven't had that many kids that are that stupid. You can't be that stupid. I do you do you are you worried about the um I don't have children. I know you don't, right? But like uh are you worried about the state of children in these these days? Um I know you're probably not worried about it because you don't have kids, but like what what specifically do you mean? Okay. So these two, I worry about teenage boys having porn in their pocket constantly. I think that's that's, that's a dam- little bit a little damaging. bit worrying. That's damaging. Yeah. That's very damaging. Um what I worry about for the state of kids, right, is the inability to communicate concisely or without some sort of. Okay, I saw in real time how my younger cousins, mm-hmm. right, uh, devolved socially. Yeah. Over the pandemic. Really. Yes. Wow. So they went from so this is like a twelve-year-old girl, girl to fourteen-year-old, and then her brothers. And then another set of my younger cousins. Yeah. Right. And uh, the f- the fear mongering, the constant fear mongering online. Yeah. The uh, hypersexualization, the fucking like euphoria clips. Yeah. The uh, Satan. It's the devil. Bro, Joe, ev- everything is warping a, a kid's mind to the point where I like uh, this is this has happened like Christmas time. Right. My cousin walked in and I was like, hey, what's going on? And she was like. Don't talk to me. I was like, you literally just walked into my mom's house. Like, is something wrong? I asked her grandma, my aunt, yeah. is something wrong with her? She's like, oh, no, she's been like this for the past few months. I was like, okay, well, what's troubling you? Maybe I can help you out with it. I thought it was something external, mm-hmm. right? No, she's just fucking everything that's not her phone is annoying to her. Really? And she treats it as an annoyance. Wow. Right? So yeah. if it's if it's literally not the sweet voice of her grandma, she will not respond in a mm-hmm. positive way format right Hmm. and this is just one example but i'm sure this could be found across multitude of of cases right if we were to uh catalog it yeah well these these bastard children are um are okay so it's like how do you it's already tough being a person like being an adult right Uh but it's even tougher when people don't have manners they don't have whatever 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 like the the common pleasantries that society expects of people right yeah dude what's gonna happen when um you talk like i was at the gym the other day playing basketball right these kids were like 18 19 and i was talking to one of them and he was just like his conversation was just like in like bursts like text format it was almost like he couldn't hold a concise conversation and then he would jump from like Okay, so I was like, all right, let's talk about one, two, three, right? And you would be like, yeah, I like one, but two is this and three is this. We would stay on one, two, or three, right? Yeah. He'd be like, nah, bro, uh, blue, green, and and seven is cool. I was like, bro, we're talking about one, two, and three. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then come, and then and they're just bouncing around. They just have no like Weird. train of thought. Yeah. And maybe I'm talking to a fucking autistic kid, but yeah. he didn't look autistic. He didn't yeah. sound autistic. Everybody's fucking autistic. Everybody, I think it comes back to the first shit we were talking about. We're eating poison. It's turning us into retards, dude. Uh, <laughs> your 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 brain health is your gut health, bro. Yeah, and people are like, <sighs> it's bad. It's all diet, man. I think it's all diet. I think we gotta sort that shit out, and it'll fix a lot of other problems. Um, yeah, all these imaginary autoimmune disorders. Every woman, every fucking woman. <laughs> says she has an an Blue autoimmune na- disorder. Blue nails you. Yeah, no, you're eating trash and your body is is reacting to it. Well, not only eating trash, you're also like caked in trash. Yeah, like it's not to mention uh, cosmetics products, fucking photo photo lipid estrogen fucking bullshits that's in the shampoos. What? Yeah, the, the fucking makeup, yeah. The, parabens and all that. Yeah, just the crazy shit. Dude, like, my buddy told me about BPA like. T- 15 years ago and i was like you're fucking stupid and then now i'm here now finally everybody's like all right it's bad oh yeah yeah and i was like i had to i literally had to apologize to him and he was like (laughs) he was like so he was like he was like dude that that really means a lot to me (laughs) because 
Right. No one's listening. <laughs> Look, yo, I was dude. like, dude, I, I'm, I'm going to be serious right now. This might seem silly, but like, dude, I'm really sorry that I was making fun of you about that shit. You know how fucked up that is? They are turning the frogs gay. You right. are right. Yeah, they fucking you know, are, dude. Do you know how vindicated <laughs> the crazies have been the last two years? Yeah, that's like everybody gives Alex Jones shit, and I'm just like, dude, well, stop making him right. Right. <laughs> dude, he's nine from ten of the field. <laughs> dude. <laughs> the only thing he fucked up, look, they blew up the uh, Epstein shit. He was talking about that a long time ago. Sa- look, sa- the Sandy Hook thing? Yeah. Sandy Hook thing is where, where they got him. That's what, that's what all anybody ever talks about right. when well, it comes to Alex I know, Jones. I know. It's where they got him. Yeah. But they, okay, like, yeah, you made fun of people whose kids actually died. Yeah. Right? But- they also bounce around what the fuck he said. Right. There are crisis actors at all these things. Yeah. There are some people here that have been in the last 10 of these, and we're ignoring that? Yeah. Now, right, like, yeah, these kids are actors, blah, blah, blah. Now, he might have, like he, like the frogs are gay. Right. He delivered it wrong. Right. That's why Alex Jones is not lauded as the great oracle of our time. Right. Right. Because, Nostradamus of, of the modern age. Right, because he's fucking saying the frogs are gay and they're f- butt-fucking yeah. each other, but no. But also, they, they can just, yeah, I hate I hate whenever I read something and then I read the actual thing that they said and it's it's not, it's nothing like what Nowhere he, near he actually said. But then but then the other thing is it doesn't really matter. They were going to find something to, to, you know, smear him with and, and dismiss him with because he's not on, he's not in the club. He's not on the, he's not, he's not in the right, uh, that's what worries me about in like, the right circle. That's what worries me about like quote unquote success anyway, right? Yeah. It's like, um, if you do want to succeed in quote unquote media or show business or whatever, it's like, right. do you have to like, uh, toe the line? Toe the line? A hundred percent. Unless you, unless you build your own audience and, and can basically work entirely outside the system, then you can, then you can say whatever you want and do whatever you want. Right. That's like that's why that's how I feel like uh fucking Tyler Perry, Adam Sandler are the two best examples of that. Absolutely. Right? And I'm like, I, I gotta figure out how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Johnny, I gotta I gotta put an end on it right now. Okay, yeah. because um, I gotta go teach these kids. But You're a uh, good man. You it's been fun. Over here educating the youth. Yep. And what are we gonna call the show? Uh, educating the youth? Oh no. Um uh, how about your dumbest oh, smart friends how about that that was one i was thinking a about warrior in the garden a warrior in the garden okay <laughs> that's gay uh, all right we're done goodbye i'll catch you on the flip side